It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Cain, You Relate? And our scripture reference for today is taken from Genesis 4, verses 1 through 16. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. There's no indication what Adam and Eve's relationship was like after being removed from the garden. Did they blame each other? Were they remorseful? I don't think it's supposed to tell us anything about the two, but when they were confronted by God, there was no sense of repentance or any statement of confession. Instead, they both pointed fingers, Adam at Eve and Eve at the serpent. Let's see what happens next. You probably know the story. The first couple's children, Cain and Abel, bring an offering to the Lord. God accepts Abel and his offering, but rejects both Cain and his offering. And this stirs in Cain's spirit and makes him angry. His countenance fell, the text says. What do you think that means? Have you ever seen that look on someone's face? When it's obvious there is nothing going right in this person's life right now? That was Cain. After God speaks to Cain, his countenance changes again, this time from rage and resentment to fear and abandonment. And just like his parents, he was sent away from his home and the nature of his everyday life was changed. And it's easy to consider that this happened to Cain all too fast, that this was one moment of anger and sin that sparked divine judgment. And that's not how the text tells the story. At the center of this story are the offerings of Cain and Abel. I want to know where the idea of these offerings came from. So far, not from the text. And that suggests offerings were a customary act for the people who heard the brother's story. Consequently, there's no need for any other kind of explanation about them. All we need to know is that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground and Abel brought of the firstlings of his flock their fat portions. So let's go back before the offerings were made. Think about what we know about the brothers. All we know about Abel is that he is born second and was a keeper of the sheep. We know Cain was born first, was a tiller of the ground, and that his name had a particular meaning. A meaning that is a part of the story. Abel's is not. Could it be that Cain's sense of superiority was his downfall? He was the firstborn, after all. He knew his mother credited God for his birth. And I'm not sure the image of a lowly shepherd has taken root by this point. But it's not too hard to imagine a man who tills the land to be considered more important more valuable. Again, all this is speculation. The text itself doesn't tell us these things and therefore invites us to consider these kinds of things. I wonder then, did the presumptuous spirit of Cain lead to his second-rate offering to God? Did he assume he could carry the same kind of attitude with God that he carried with his younger brother? You could probably highlight several wrong attitudes of Cain. 
but I see his pride shining through what he says and does. When God confronted Cain, just like his parents, Cain did not offer any kind of repentance. Rather, he still seems more concerned about himself than his dead brother. Pride can be like that. Like Cain, most people don't admit to their pride. We think we have it in check. We're almost sure we do. But what if God was willing to reject our offerings today based on the attitudes and thoughts we carry about our sisters and brothers? Friend, don't let the sin of pride keep you from living in full relationship with the people God puts in your life. And don't let pride keep you from offering to God the best of who you are. Stay blessed.